1: blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after
2: show, the after show, the after show, the after show, the after show. Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday. It's today, July 3rd. Fourth July tomorrow? No, today. no, no. Yeah, you got me in a time warp. Yeah, because we're, we're doing no, the, this Wednesday, July first. I guess. Yeah, right? but tomorrow. So if today is Wednesday, tomorrow we're doing the Cigar Authority. So just right. like, for our people listening, uh, you can listen to the Cigar Authority Saturday show. On, on Jumpstart, we'll, yeah, you get it on Thursday at three thirty Eastern, uh, all two hours so on we'll the Book the, of Face. On the what? The Book of Face. Oh, the Book of Face, mm. Facebook, uh, because it won't be on YouTube until or the podcast until a
3: later date, or, or will the podcast be up? Might as well put the podcast up. not? Right. okay. Um, all
2: right. All right. <laughs> that's, that's settled. That's settled. Okay, we'll do that. Um, we uh, have a thing where you can write to us. We always say, go to the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority dot com. And write to us, and then sometimes we read your email, sometimes we don't. But I think so far, every time somebody has done this,
4: which is put the audio, and how do you do that? Right on the Contact Us page is a way to uh, submit a audio clip. Audio clip, which is always
3: the extra step you you did at that point. You, you're going to get on the show in all likelihood unless you say something. Yeah, because it's content, and, and, and especially if, if you're a girl that
2: does it, now we're even more mm. intrigued why you would do it so we thought okay we're gonna have a girl come on and ask a question of us so maybe being a bunch of guys we're not going to answer it properly so we brought Pamela Barron on Pam hello you've been on before I have and um you know maybe we have a different perspective because we weren't when or never were I don't know about you Jonathan Pam
3: will tell
0: us what we don't identify as.
3: yeah
1: Pam if I gave you $30 would you wear a thong all day
0: 50 <laughs> It's Fair a
1: negotiation
2: enough. So that was on last week's show If you listen to that <laughs> But that just happened Two seconds yeah, ago so. so it's fresh Yeah it's fresh in, in our <laughs> minds But um, you're saying What the hell are they talking about Inside joke right now Go back to the Cigarauthority.com Saturday show And you'll catch that But anyway um, Yeah leave a message for us Or something But it's always intriguing when we, we just had last week's show and we said 5% of the people that listened to the Cigar Authority that, that went on to the survey said they're, they're a woman or they identify themselves as a woman at, at the very least, 5%. So here's somebody wrote into us and here's Pamela who was actually in the audience during the show and said, okay, why don't you come on and uh, let's see what um, Sarah has to
5: say. Hello, gentlemen. I just discovered the Cigar Authority two weeks ago, and I can't believe I just found out about this podcast. It's been incredibly educational and quite hilarious. So I graduated from college in May, obviously during a global pandemic, and the industry I was going into began to hemorrhage. So I moved home, which was a difficult transition. But one thing I looked forward to was smoking cigars with my father. My cigar journey began when I turned 18 and my dad bought me a Padrón. I fell in love and I've been a regular smoker ever since. I bartended in college and began to think about opening up my own restaurant someday. I loved the way the bar brought people together and formed relationships. As I took an inventory of the things that I enjoy, this transitioned to a desire to open a cigar in Bourbon Lounge someday. Right now I'm working on learning more about the industry, like listening to your podcast, reaching out to shops with questions, smoking new cigars, taking online classes, and I intend to apply to the local shop when it opens in hopes of gaining hands-on experience. I know this isn't a dream that will come easily or quickly. You guys have even said it's really grueling work. So my two questions for you are this. What else can I do to better myself and prepare for my own shop someday? And in your experience, do fellow brothers of the leaf respect females in the industry, owners and employees alike? Thanks for everything and keep up the good work. You guys rock.
2: Very interesting. Well, I got into the business in 1985, and there was virtually no women in the cigar industry. It was an older, white guy type of business. As it evolved and changed, um, there was one woman that was in the cigar business. Diana Diana, Silvius. Yes, out of Chicago, up down uh, Smoke Shop. And everybody knew who she was because it was the the oddity of this woman. uh, And she was a tough woman um, that had the cigar shop. And she had a fight to be recognized. And uh, she's not with us anymore, but it would be, you know? I've heard her story. And um, she had to be a tough woman to end up breaking into basically a man's world. Right. And she launched her own brand at some point. Di- right? uh, Silvius. Silvius yeah. yeah, which was uh, Fuente. Fuente. Yeah. Fuente made it, which he doesn't make cigars for almost anybody. And made it for her, too. So he respected that she was doing that and, and helped her along the way. And uh, she built a great store. I went to the store to to see how it operated. I was interested because she was a female in a cigar shop, uh, which makes me think now why I haven't been to very many people's stores in the past, especially back then. Why did I go there? Why was I intrigued? Because I must have thought that it wasn't going to be all that good or what, you know, what is she missing that she doesn't understand? And I got there and the opposite happened. I went there and I learned from her. So as time would go on, and I evolved as a person, I learned that, listen, we think we do think differently, but there's something there, um, what she did, and if, if there's anybody, I would say, that I ever modeled my shop to, it was hers. No kidding. She had cabinets on the wall, it wasn't a walk-in humidor, and she had customer service. You actually couldn't take the cigar out if you wanted to somebody had to come there they had ch- chains on their neck with locks on it and they forced customer service in i didn't go to that extreme of it but i liked that it was uh customer service the whole time whether you knew what you wanted or not they forced it where you had to actually walk up to them and that store became a monster store and um i i love the way that it operated i haven't been there in many many years since then uh it was sold off to somebody as she got older, and, uh, but I understand it, it's operating the same way to today. So um, she did gain respect and did it. Now, over the years, I do see uh, girls as partners, two girls together open the cigar shops. Um, I spoke at the IPCPR one year talking about cigar lounges and things like that. The people in the audience, I was amazed at how many women that were there. Uh, asking the questions, and the guys weren't even there. That didn't even, oh, I already know what it is. And here's something to be said about her asking the questions that she's not only asking us the question, but she says, I call the cigar shops and ask them questions. Uh, and I'm looking to get a job at the cigar shop. So, PM, maybe you can help me with this. When a woman is trying to get into a man's world, you have to actually work a lot harder to get in there So you have to do your homework to be be able to get
4: into it because. Uh, Let's face it. Guys never never stop to ask directions. Yeah, right. Right. So guys just, they don't want to show, lack of a better way of putting it, a weakness of not knowing. When my wife is always like, look at directions. You know, when you're putting together something, why don't we pull over and ask? Women are more willing to. Ask the right questions. And I
2: will put myself in the bracket of, um, I thought it was a man's world, and it it took me maybe 28 years before I hired my first female, Mm
3: -hmm. Jessica. She was the first after 28 years And, and just hired my second. How much of that was you weren't getting applicants versus...
2: I got applicants. Right. And Jonathan is the one that actually made me have the interview. I didn't even want to have the interview. That's how bad I was. So I have uh,
1: learned well, my there's, lesson. The, there's someone drops off an application. They're a pretty girl. Jess had tattoos. You know, you, you you got potential problems as far as maybe somebody wants to date or there's fooling around going on and... There was a little bit of thought of that, but her, her application cover letter was what sold me on her, where she mm-hmm. said, I, it seems you're looking for a salesman. Perhaps what you're looking for is a saleswoman. <laughs> and Yeah, knowing, she, came, she called me right out on it. Knowing that she had the but to be able to just say that and not do it in a bitchy way, but be able to say, listen, I'm capable of playing ball with you guys. You know That deserved the interview. Pam, my question for you is... How long did it take coming in, even here to Two Guys Smoke Shop, where I feel we're pretty accepting? How long did it take before you felt comfortable to stick around and have a cigar and hang with the guys in the lounge?
0: Oh, it probably took me a little while. Um, I don't know because you're so Maybe. shy. Yeah, and, and, you see, shy.
2: and you started in the Nashua store.
0: That's where I first no. saw you. Really? No, I
2: started here. Yep. Oh, this is my. the closest one for me. Oh, okay. I, I've been I, to the Nashua store, but yeah. No. I, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I just remember seeing you sitting there talking to the people in the circle the first time I remember seeing yep. you.
0: No, um, it, it probably took me a little while to actually sit down in the lounge. It definitely was, you know, a little off putting, you know. Yeah. Walking into a, a group where, you know, which one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. But
4: the people that were off putting, were they uh, of an older demographic?
0: It wasn't that they were off-putting per se, Is it's that I was the only woman walking in right. to sit did, down. Did
3: all conversation cease?
0: I wouldn't say all conversation ceased, but, you know, there there's a noticeable pause, right? right? And I think, you know, people are used to seeing me float in and out of here now that now, yeah, it's now not even a second you. thought. Right. Yeah.
3: But they probably were all thinking, okay, now do we have to be on our best behavior?
0: Yeah, or is she going to come in here and smoke a flavored cigar? Well, and-
2: <laughs> well, I worried of getting a girl to work in a store that she wouldn't be respected by the customer, that they would say, well, she doesn't know. And, right. go to, and they, quite the opposite happened. People went to her um, and... When a woman came into the store, they went to her also. Mm-hmm. So she became the most popular. And I, I, to my amazement, I'm like, "Wow, that's interesting." That the, you know, maybe they were talking to her to talk to a girl, but she was smoking a cigar. She did know her stuff before she even worked here. That she was really a cigar smoker. Um, I think to answer Sarah, if you're going to end up doing it you better be the best you can possibly be well and
1: and to your point there she in jessica's case she when she didn't know the answer to a question she was not afraid to ask someone that had more experience she'd come to me she'd come to ed and say all right here's the customers asking this question what's the difference between these two rappers if she didn't happen to know and one of us could tell her whereas I would probably, when I was new, I would just make up the answer and say, okay, yeah, here's, they, this is this is as close as you're going to get. Yeah. Find out the answer later. But uh, I I was more hesitant myself to ask the question to not appear like I didn't know. We
0: don't like ask, no, we don't ask directions. That's, that's a gay thing. Yeah.
4: But okay. I think a lot of it also has to do with, like, you know, if you look at even existing in the country right now, there's a lot of old-school tobacconists. And I think even women would have be uncomfortable going into their shops because they've created – you know the male network, yeah. the The newest cigar shops, the I mean, old
2: boys, sc- old school, right? Uh, yeah, if
4: you look at some of the newest cigar shops, they're, they're they're you know they're more in touch with things. I mean, there are some great owners in the business right now. You got Mame Kendall, you got Angela Yu. Yep. The, there's a lady whose name escapes me just south of us in, in Massachusetts, um, Karen. Karen and, Tringisi, yeah. And it's starting to change. But even if you see it on, like, it doesn't surprise me that the guys will go to the the woman worker because if you just look on social media. You know, I could post the picture the same exact picture with the same exact uh framing of it, everything the same. I'll post it, I'll get X amount of likes, and then a woman would post the same one and she'll get fifty <laughs> times more likes because as it, messed up as it is, you know, maybe I have a shot. It's why everybody hits on the bartender.
1: So you everybody you at the bar is in love with take, the bartender. No, you, you take the sex part out yeah, of it. You don't want that. You, you wanna be uh, you wanna be known as a serious tobacconist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got people like Janine Perdomo, uh, Woman of the Year, uh, Cynthia Fuente. You know, guys, even when Chandelier worked with the folks at J.C. Newman, we'd be doing an event, and she knew her stuff. And that really is what it boils down to. The cigar smoker from the guy that just smokes – we had smoked the Romeo and Juliet. He gets his box Mm -hmm. a week, all the way to the guy that's the geek that wants to know what's new. But they have to prove themselves more. More. But But at the point that you realize you're dealing with someone who knows their stuff, all right. It doesn't matter that she's a woman anymore. This is a person I can go right. to for information. So that's what I would say you can do to, for yourself to help yourself is become vested in the industry, know your stuff. And I think that at that point, when a cigar smoker realizes you know your shit, that's when they you get the respect. And it's the same for a man. We just automatically, another guy is going to assume, oh, you work at the cigar shop. You must know your stuff. So you're going to have that sexism that you're going to be battling, but just... Put your head down, get your work done. I think you're gonna earn that respect.
0: The positive part about that though is, you know, you do get looked at initially of oh, this is kind of an an odd, you know, situation or an odd odd duck out sort of thing. But when you do know your stuff, it makes it all the more meaningful. Let me ask you
2: this you went into the cigar shop, you're gonna sit there. Did you have your own lighter and cutter on you? Yes. Very important. So if you want to be looked upon as you know what the hell you're talking about, you know, you say, okay, I'll have one of those. And then they say, do you need a lightener cut? And then, yeah, I do. That's because you don't know what, you, what you're doing. Because if you're for real, you got the tools on top of it. So you pull out a nice lighter and cut. No, I'm all set. I got my own lighter and cutter on me. Then you're for real too. So invest in that first off uh, so that you have the tools of the trade because that's mm-hmm. what you need. And I love that she said, I'm going to get a job at the store, Absolutely. at a store first, because maybe you're going to hate it, right? I say it to people that, you know, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs because I've been doing it my whole life too. And, oh, can I bend your ear for a while? And I'm looking to get in the restaurant business. We get talking about it and they never were in the restaurant business before. And I all worked in a restaurant. I said, you know what you should do is get a job at McDonald's. And they're like, what are you crazy? Mm-hmm. No, because they have systems in place and all this, and we're better to learn because obviously it works. It's a proven model of whatever. No, you're not going to open McDonald's, but look to see how the operation ends up going. I think that's a good
3: point, right? It's free to go to college. It's critical to know the products, but you have to have the business side of it as well. Of course, absolutely. Absolutely. So –
2: Absolutely not. Move up here. We're hiring. Absolutely. For starters, Sarah, we'll take you. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I love the question you're asking and you care like that, and you don't know what you don't know. That's and you can learn all you wanted in college. Let me tell you, it's not going to help you a lot of real life. That's Mm -hmm. how what I what I believe in. It's good that you have it and you you learned how to learn. Right? That's the, the what you learned in college is how to learn because they didn't teach you any of the stuff that's about to happen. And working in a store, you're going to see some of it, but it depends who you work for. A lot of these shop owners, they hide everything from their employees and stuff, and they don't know the back end of it. I'm kind of, people said to me, I'm too open, and I say too much of, of what it is. I don't think so, because I feel like my employees are vested into it, Absolutely. when they can see what's going right. on. They Listen, know the
3: margins. They know, all, they know everything. I'll do the plug for you. Yeah. I, I would recommend reading David versus Goliath, <laughs> because- not so much because it's brick-and-mortar, but the book really focuses on consumer experience. Yes. Right. And that's so important well, that business. Well, she says she's going to open a bourbon and cigar bar.
2: So now she's going to open basically a nightclub, right? right? That's what that place is going to be. And I was in that business also. That was my business before it. How I did so well in the cigar business is the stuff that I learned in the right. nightclub part of it. The promotion. Right. Um, and understanding you have a short window of time to end up doing what you're going to do, and there's just so much that goes into it. And I I would say, you know, you did four years of college, do four years of basically working in in a store, and you don't have to pay them. They'll actually pay you to do it at the same time. It,
1: It takes three things to make a diamond. You have to have the raw materials, and, Sarah, you're asking the right questions, so I believe you do have the raw materials, and now you've got to get some intense heat and you've got to have intense pressure and you're going to have that working in retail and not just because you're a woman, but it's going to be intensified. And at the end, you're going to come out harder. You're going to be shinier. You're going to be brighter. And you're going to be the thing that people and are going to be seeking. In,
3: in the shop, then you can hone your customer service skills, which carry over very and, and, nicely. And you know something? It's going to be important to be in a good shop because
2: if you learn of how the, <laughs> the a bad way of doing it, and, and it still might be financially successful for the guy that ends up doing it but they have bad customer service and and they don't uh watch their money of, of operations uh, that's a mistake too and the final thing i'm going to say on this is if i had to say one thing for somebody that's going to say i'm going to open my own thing it's going to be working capital The thing that takes them down is they don't have enough money to begin with to end up doing it, and everything has to go perfect in order for it to survive, and it doesn't go perfect. I don't care how good you are and how much homework you're going to do in advance. COVID-19, somebody opened a store somewhere right before this happened, and they went under because they didn't have it to begin with. You have to, you know, it's not a week you have enough to hold it for a week you have to have enough to hold it for maybe six months to be able to survive to it and it's worse before it gets better you're gonna be the most poor person there is at the beginning start liking
1: ramen noodles
4: because you're gonna be eating a lot of them but I think we're missing the main thing. She asked if women are looked at
1: differently, and they are, unfortunately. I, I yeah, was, but I think I, that's, no. But it's also you know, fortunate it's because once things. you've proven yourself, you become
0: right. that
4: much more valuable. But there's so, a lot right. of people in this industry that won't give a woman a chance because they're part of that old tobacconist network.
0: No, but so I you, you push them. through yeah. and you you, you know, figure and out and how the, to get in there. And the
4: women online aren't helping either because how many how many people are on social media? You know, trending. Or or being an influence and taking pictures smoking a cigar you know in their pool in their bikini yeah yeah they're not really they're they're selling themselves you're not I don't take them serious yeah because you're doing it for attention you know I don't think you're a real cigar smoker I think you just want the attention yeah so unfortunately that that segment of the the female population exists that hurts somebody who's serious about it that isn't going to be recognized as being serious I mean I'll take
1: a picture in a bikini if that's all you need Barry.
0: I don't think I it would you. help you. I don't think yeah. he wants your picture. A
1: mannequin? Mm. No. I could shave it in my stack, chest hair. This,
4: this, 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 he just wants deck to show you his deck is stacked against song. you. Absolutely. But, but if you're passionate about it and, and, and you stay with it, you could turn the deck and you
1: can run the table. Thanks for saying exactly what I just said, Barry.
4: And it's
2: good that Barry you Stein like it. Barry Stein
1: agrees with
2: me 100%. <laughs> it's good that you like it, but you better love it because that, this, there's a lot of better industries to get into. And I tell people that gets, get in this industry, we are all in this industry because we love it, because there's better choices out there. If you do love it, great, because you're you, you working in that environment that you like all the time. If you, uh, I could have it either way, Pick something else. It's ain't all that easy.
1: Um, there's lots of things for legislation, and and oh, yeah. not to mention not just tobacco but alcohol. Yeah, yeah you've got, you got problems with both. Yeah, just be prepared. So uh,
0: I think what's good with this though is that she has already had some experience in bartending, yeah. bartending. I think it was. Yeah,
2: yeah. So you saw that aspect of it working the cigar. So you'll have that aspect of it, but it's not going to be in the summer. I was a bartender. I mean, I would highly recommend years do put a few years into this thing before you end up putting everything you're gonna have to take major loans unless you're independently wealthy You have you have plenty to begin with but let's assume you're a regular person i don't know who you are you're gonna need a lot of money behind you or you're gonna need partnerships which is another big problem
3: um it ain't easy it ain't easy yeah, but location will be critical for that business and it's going to be an expensive location. Right.
0: But if she's starting off to learn, uh, one of the biggest things that I would say is try a lot of cigars. Even if you think you don't like them, try them anyway because you need to know what you do like, what you don't like because somebody else is going to like something you don't like.
1: And most importantly, Sarah, always remember, put the lid end in your mouth. You might like it.